So um, the reason we picked Aslan was because Owen has um, personal ties, I suppose, really, with, with the late Christy Dignam. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how, how you knew him, Owen, and your history together and friendship over the years? I mean, you did interview him in Glore when he appeared several years ago here in Clare, and that was replayed last Saturday week on... Scarf yeah. Bay Commissioner Radio? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah That was a recording of the just before lockdown in February 2020. Uh, it was, I think it was their last concert before lockdown. Probably, yeah. It was actually, yeah. February 2020, yeah. yeah. Inside yeah. in Glore, and uh, it was great to get it because, like, I'd spoken, we've spoken to Billy many times. Uh, Billy, as you know, is the back and vocalist yes, of the band yes. and guitarist, and uh, it was just nice to be able to speak to Christy and talk about just the, the, the genesis of the band because. Uh, I was there when they started. I, I saw them writing This Is, which was their first single in 1988. Uh, a lot of people think that I was a big landowner in North County Dublin. <laughs> Jim Collins uh, <laughs> uh, throws that story every time, but actually not. They rehearsed in a, in a shed beside our house. It was a disused house beside us that was um, had powered the shed. And I arranged for them to go in there and rehearse because, uh, as Christy always said, it was really expensive to rehearse, to, to rent rehearse. Of course. In Dublin yeah, those yes, days. Yeah. So we got this band, this shed for nothing. They got power and okay. all. And uh, they used to clear out the odd time because the Dublin Airport Fire Service would use it for uh, smoke training for the air okay. hostesses. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they'd have to pretend they'd bring in a couple of chairs and set them on fire. So the band would have to pull out for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the house adjoining yours at home or yeah. something, was it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. would you have got to know them. Would yeah. you have known the band before they went in the rehearsing or was it because they were rehearsing there so okay. close to your house that you got to know them? Well, Billy McGuinness uh, was the lead singer in a band called Blue Movies. Okay. Uh, in Sounds the good. In 79, when I started in the airport, uh, the bass player, Don Cairns, who used to be a, uh, a duty manager in Shannon Airport. Really? Oh, yeah. recently, retired recently. Oh, okay. And uh, his sister, Trisha McGrath, who's a sister, or his uh, keyboard player, Trisha McGrath, who's a sister of Billy McGrath, the comedian and producer. Okay. You might have okay. known him on RTE years ago. But anyway, they were in this band and they said, you're an electrician. Come and do lights for us. So I went off and did lights with uh, Blue Movies for many years. And there's a funny story. We were playing in the Magnus in Pierce Street. So it's in a pub that's long since gone on a Sunday afternoon. And it's set up on the window, uh, Blue Movies here this Sunday. And the special <laughs> branch raided it <laughs> that afternoon. Because Dublin in the 80s. Anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, that's probably queue out the door. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was involved in, in, in lighting and, and doing backlighting and roadie for many's bands over the years. And uh, when Aslan then got into the shed, I started working with them and uh, I watched them write their whole album, Feel No Shame, and uh, saw them, uh, the heights they climbed to and the, and the crash and burn when, when Christy was sacked mm, just at the height yeah. of their fame after yeah. the release of the first album. But then they came back in 93 and, and kept going and kept going and yeah. they're... they're, they're Biggest selling single, Crazy World, came out of that then, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I remember there, I was working in the airport still at the time, and uh, we used to have this arts festival every January when the airport would be deserted because there was nothing happening. That time of the and year, yeah. Yeah, we used to have concerts every night for a week, and one of them was Aslan about three months after they came back, and there was three and a half thousand people wow. rocking the departures floor in Dublin Airport. Dublin airport, airport. A free gig, and there, we had given out tickets because we had to limit people. Yes, you know? of course. Yes, yeah, there yeah, was people yeah. selling the tickets downstairs, even though they were free. <laughs> so <laughs> get in. So the touts were even at three oh, gigs. You the know? memories yeah. they're going to oh have God. now. Oh my God. But they were, they were great gigs yeah. and a great band and always a great band live. Yeah. I worked with them and toured them all over Ireland and some gigs in England and France as well. But like Christy was the ultimate entertainer. He would say, wouldn't say much before the gig. He'd go do the sound check, check his mic was okay. 
he'd go and rest backstage and then as soon as he came out he was a different person because he loved the the adulation from okay. the fans and the fans loved him because like he was such a showman. It was a persona, I suppose. It was, yeah. 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 And he yeah. was he was he was a gentleman. Like and yeah. he was from Fingless and had the flattest Dublin accent yeah. ever. But never he forgot really, where he came from. Never, never forgot, forgot where he, yeah, and, yeah. and actually died at home in his, yeah, in his daughter's yeah. house in Fingless. Yeah. In Casement Road, like, you know, okay. so, but, so but he was so proud that the band did come from that area because he yeah. did say, you know, that when when um they, there was a programme on him that it was repeated there. If yeah, you, that's you know, right. And yeah. he said, when you were looking for a job, you didn't put down that you came from Fingless. Like, yeah. you just put down the number. But he said, it was so good to have something good that came out from yeah. there. Yeah. And, and they yeah. did. And, and they, they, and they were just, proud of their roots. They yes, were yeah. really, really And rightly so. Rightly so. Yeah. yeah. Himself and Joe, the guitarist, uh, were school, were friends all their mm. lives. And they worked in uh, Telecom Aaron together. Okay. And oh, they yeah. both left at the same time mm. because he said... There's no point in me trying to be in a band, trying to be successful and having the comfort of a job to go to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have to and give it your 110%. And he decided yeah. to give it 100%. And yeah. they did that. And in 1988, got signed to EMI, I think it was. Okay. And the first album was huge. It was, they, he, tell, he told the story many a time of going into uh, one of the record companies in America who was representing them in L.A., um, Capital Records it was and they went in and they were playing Aslan music through the whole building they went up and they met the A&R men they sat down did champagne and whatever they had and were coming back out again and uh, the Aslan music was still playing Christy had to run back into the toilet and then he saw the Pretenders going in and next thing the Pretenders oh, yeah. music was playing all over the place <laughs> so he got his 10 minutes of fame in Capital <laughs> Records <laughs> and back out again then oh, the Pretenders got theirs yeah. but like <laughs> the hard, they were the hardest working band in Ireland and unfortunately I don't think Aslan will survive Christie dying. Really? They tried when he was fired in... Eight, in 93. 93. 88. Was oh, oh, is it sorry. 80? It was 88 I he was fired, yeah. I was earlier on, yeah. sorry. After the Millennium, they did a huge Millennium gig in, in Dublin. There was thousands and thousands of people. Out. Uh, Don Baker played, came and guested. And Brian Downey, who played uh, drums for uh, Tin Lizzy, okay. played at it as well. Amazing gig that was. But it was the following couple of weeks after that Christie was fired. Right. But they came back... And they worked hard and they kept gigging and kept working. And then Christy got sick 10 years ago. Yeah. And he had to take a couple of years off. Mm. He was a year in hospital and then a year in a wheelchair and couldn't gig. And he said that was the hardest time ever, he said, because like he lived for the stage. Yes. He lived yeah. to perform. That was his life. And not to be yeah. able to. You know. Yeah, you'd know that by the yeah. programme. Yeah. yeah. Speaking, they they, they performed here one year, did they? They did in the, yeah, the Harvard Festival. 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 Yeah. yeah. And there was thousands of people yeah, in the Fairbanks place. Was what year was that on? I think it was 94. Seven years ago, so what's that? 2015, 2015 16. I, I just remember there was six, a, I'm thinking sorry, 2016. Oh, six, yeah, 2016, yeah, 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 they always talked about the uh, coming out to the house and, and young Sean Tracy, who's not so mm. small anymore. Yeah, yeah. Sean Tracy's son, uh, he came out to our house afterwards because they were using our house as a dressing room and green room and he got a hug off Christy and he went out and he said, Dad, he said, what, Sean? He said, I'm never washing this shirt again. I'm just getting a hug off Christy. <laughs> Probably framed outside that. Probably is. Yeah, yeah. I must say, I must ask him the next time I meet him. But like, it was, it was sad news. A couple of weeks ago to hear that he was out of the line. It wasn't yeah. unexpected, Expected. but yes. like, it was still sad. 
And you saw from the news the amount of people that went to show their respects. Oh, he got a great send off. And they kept the funeral private, but they got such a send off from all the people to see them. And it was a bad day. I mean, they were out with their brollies, but they were just singing crazy world. It was fabulous. Yeah, it was fabulous. It was lovely for the family to see that. I was lovely. To bring a tear from your eye to watch it, it, like, it was lovely. I don't think he'll ever be forgotten. He's one one of these legends of of Irish rock, like Phil Linnett and like others before him, who who passed on way too young. Way too young. Do you think his daughter, Kira, who's a wonderful singer, will she carry on? Is there do you think she'd join up with Aslan or anything now? But she's she's her own family now yeah, as well. But she's a singer, and she it it could, but I don't think it'd be the same because there's, there's, yeah. there's there was only ever one Christy Dickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and like they tried to place him in in eighty eight, and it didn't work. Okay. And and the A and R grant the company said, listen, it was anybody else in the band who replaced him. But you can't replace Christy. Yeah, he, he yeah. was. The there was only the one. Like, yeah. would, would there be you two without Bono? Yeah, yeah true, yeah. true. Yeah. Could okay. there be? Or Rolling okay. Stones without Mick yeah. Jagger? I don't think so. Like, so he's one of these classic bands, and and it's it's a sad loss for music in Ireland. But like, he has so many great tunes that yeah. uh, are still there. And still yeah, and, and it's, like, you know. it, it's always since he passed that you'd hear so much music that you'd realise how yeah. good they were. Yeah, that's just when you'd hear it, you wouldn't notice that as much, but it's. Because you kind of you're listening to it more because he has passed. Of that, exactly. That you realise. Oh no, I think how good. I, I mean, how good they were. I always associate Crazy World with the street and scare of them that yes, night yeah, because I suppose the kids were young and it was just brilliant. Everybody was on. Everybody was singing along. Yeah. It was. I, it was such a crowd that night it's yeah, one of the biggest crowds ever perfect. because they attract such a crowd because they're they're world famous. Even to see we spoke about Kira, his daughter there. Um, last week we spoke about earlier on um, on for yeah. Bohemian. Bohemian Football Club. Football yeah. Club, Club, yes. And she, they have jerseys, you were saying, with Asla written on the front, the black and red, I presume and it's their Chris, club jersey. And a picture Christie on the back of his name. Oh, okay. Uh, and they, they, they were selling them, uh, they, they announced they were going to sell them uh, to support the family, but also support the, the Irish Cancer Society. Oh, okay. Who would have treated and give palliative care to Christie okay. in the house. Like, you know, so, she uh, sang it on the pitch before the match and yes, it was just, just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, he was only dead, was he dead a week even at that stage? A week, yeah, a week. And yeah, I said, was fair just, play, was she was able to do it. It was, you know, just a week later. So they're probably still available if anyone wanted to get one. They are. Uh, you go on to Bo's uh, Bohemian website. Football Club yeah. website and see the silver sale. And all they sold, uh, they raised 70000 on Friday, wow. including the sales so of the, t- of the shirts. Gosh, but I, I bought one and I'd, yeah. be, I'd be delighted to wear it. Like, you know? yeah. I don't think my soccer days are over. I know, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's just to support it. And yeah. I suppose he's on the back and Ezel is written on the front. And it's a nice, it's a nice memento to have, yeah, isn't it? Something that you'd yeah. always have. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, you're a good cause as well if yeah. anybody wants to go online and buy one as well, you yeah. know? And if it's good enough for Rona Hagen, it's good enough for anybody else yes. around here. It's the white kid colours anyway you own, so you won't... Red and black, yeah. Black and red, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you won't stand out too much if you wear one. <laughs> maybe, maybe white kid might start wearing it as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. You never yeah. know. So that's why we decided to feature him today. And I suppose the fact that the was a personal connection it's as well between you know yourself and and the band as well and thank you for that you know it's, it's a good way to remember him yeah well. and uh, he was a good friend a good friend of our family yeah my mother was his their original pa okay uh, as i said oh, we yeah. lived in the airport and, and they lived beside or they were rehearsing beside us but uh there was only one phone in our house and it was a landline of course uh, of course and yeah, you'd, yes. you'd have to ring Dublin Airport 379900 right. and ask for extension 5275 and invariably my mother would answer and it could be the, the record company uh, this is EMI here can we speak to Christy please and she'd say will you hang on a minute and go get him she she'd have to run, run 150 yards out Christy Christy EMI are on the phone for you or Christmas or, or whoever oh. Decca Records or whoever wanted to talk to you so that, that was my mother was their first PA and, and she uh, she was sad when she heard of Christy dying because yeah. they, they had an, uh, they brought a film out a couple of years ago and we were at the, the premiere of it right and yeah. it made a big deal of my mother because like she she was their first that's lovely you know? yeah. yeah okay yeah. that's lovely hopefully she's listening now today Nula isn't it Nula yeah. Nula, Nula yeah. Hagen if you're listening today 
well done it's I great don't. to have a connection like that yeah. but when you're saying it I suppose we all think of the houses years ago that had no phone and the yeah. neighbours will ring you for yeah. something and you're running over but that that's funny yeah. now to think of a record company and she's hang on a minute and running out and gra- grabbing them and in the door you know it's, yeah. it's I mean, great to be able to tell you yeah. be able to tell your grandchildren that story on yeah. oh, part yes. is like of a record company yeah. ringing and, absolutely you know just <laughs> and she, and she literally just would. answered their own phone yeah. just, just hold out a great times have changed I'd say it was 150 metres to the shed she used to run down and, yeah. and bang at the door to EMI on you know but I remember one time Shay uh, Healy yeah, from yes. RTE he, he had this programme Evening Extra and they came out to interview the lads and it was snowing and they were in this corrugated roof shed in the back of the airport freezing cold and Shay Healy was there interviewing the lads and my younger brother Fergal who's now in his 40s was there outside pegging snowballs onto the roof and all they could hear through the whole interview was <laughs> down the roof but then they, they wanted to uh, do a little uh, promo video for their latest single which was Loving Me Lately at the time so they brought uh, Fergal down to Ballymun and gave him a plastic sax or, or trumpet or something and there was a, a solo in the song and he got to do that in front of the towers in Ballymun Oh, so, cool. Okay. So the family have all these connections. Yeah, that's and, lovely. And we're great friends. Loads and, of connections. Yeah, yeah. We're still great friends with all that's the band lovely. as well. And, and we were all heartbroken for the band yeah. and, and for their families because oh, like yeah. with the death of Christy it's the death of the band yes. so it's the death yeah. of five careers never be forgotten not just yeah. four yeah. not just yeah, one yeah. Like, you know? for the band yeah. like it's part of their family yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And they've been together for 40 years like, so yeah. like, that's so it's a big change yeah. big okay change I suppose we're coming to an end and we're going to feature their biggest selling single at the end we are and we're going to dedicate it to Owen O'Hagan for Engineering First Day who celebrated a milestone birthday there a couple of I weeks 40, ago yes. so um, we're going to dedicate Crazy World to Owen on behalf of all of us here <laughs> so, so Trish we had a busy morning we had yes we had um, we spoke to Harry Amara about the, Har- the Harbour Festival. Festival we had Garda Brian Quinn in East Clare Garda Focus we had Anne Harrison about Derek Isle Adventure Centre and we had Geraldine Campion telling us about the East Clare Peddlers. Yes. And of course, it was lovely. Thank you, Owen, for giving us your... Um, it's a lovely insight. Yeah, your stories. It yeah, well. it was yeah. lovely. Yeah, and yeah. may he may he may well be remembered. Yes. He definitely will. And we're, as I say, we're dedicating Crazy World here to Owen for his milestone birthday lately. Thank you very much. And to our sponsors, James M. Nash & Co. and their Kitchen Design. And best of luck, the match today, Claire Camogie are playing Cork, Cusick Park, 3 o'clock. Best of luck to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.